If you had 20 minutes with a counselor, what would you ask? I'm Anna Nash. And I'm Julie Sparkman, the counselor with Restore Ministries here in Birmingham, Alabama. You are listening to Head to Heart, a podcast to help you connect what you know with how you live. Welcome. We're glad you're here. Well, hello again. It's Anna Nash. I'm here today with Julie Sparkman, and um, we're really, really enjoying these conversations around Julie's study called Inside Out, Why Your Heart Matters More Than What You Do. Mm-hmm. Julie, hey. Hey. Yeah, we um, we just start talking sometimes, and I'm like, gosh, Julie, we should be recording this because mm-hmm. a lot of people would really benefit from this rich conversation. So that's what we're doing on this sometimes, series. Sometimes we don't have very rich conversations. I do want to say like that. when we talk about lampshades. That's right. And, that's right. We're, we're not always this deep, just like you guys. We're not always this deep. Sometimes, but right. We do want it to be, and we want the podcast to be kind of like we're just sitting around. Yeah, yeah. Having a cup of coffee together. Right. So. Exactly, exactly. So we just invite you into that conversation with us. And this small series is um, woven in with Julie's teaching. So it's our desire that you would listen to Julie's teaching in Inside Out, and then you would just sort of settle in in a very comfortable, relaxed way and listen to us sort of break it down as two friends and fellow believers. Right. Without, even though we're having the conversation, trying to, without the assumption that you've listened to the material. Yeah, that's so. a very good point because many can get great encouragement out of the truths that come out of just the conversations part of this. So we are on chapter two of Inside Out. We're going to just talk for a second about the first chapter, a, a little bit of a review for those of you that might just now be jumping in. The first chapter of Inside Out was called Where You Are. Where are you? Where are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, like on the map at the mall. Oh, did I, did I just date myself when I said the mall? Are there any such thing as uh, malls anymore? Oh, I miss malls. Okay, so last week we talked about God asking Adam and Eve in the garden. Mm-hmm. When they had done what they had done, he didn't say, what did you do? He said, where are you? Mm. In, the, in the music of our lives, right? This, the good, the bad, the whatever's going on in my, our lives. Mm-hmm. All of this is the Father's question to us. Where are you? Mm-hmm. Where are you? Not what should you be doing? What are you doing? But where are you? Mm-hmm. If we can start moving in to life and looking at life and the circumstances of our life, what he allows in our lives, that that is his whisper, where are you? Just like he did to Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. So that was last week, is that God is pursuing us through mm-hmm. the circumstances of our lives to ask that question. Now this week, how do we answer the question, where are you? Mm. I just am so thankful for this conversation, this material, the truth in it. It really is giving opportunity for me to have a new lens to look at the music of my life. And is it okay if some people call it music and some people call it the roller coaster of life? Because <laughs> sometimes it is music and sometimes it's a roller coaster. It, it, exactly. So which leads us into this second chapter um, that is titled Developing a Heart Awareness. Right. So how, how do you it's, answer It's the really question? the how to answer the question. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Um, because you know me, um, 
when somebody talks about you know having an awareness of your heart, where is your heart, etc. I those are that that's, tends to be language that's very ethereal to me. Mm-hmm. So I want to get it down into I don't know how to answer that question. How might I answer that question? So I help folks. I help myself answer that question with three indicator lights we talked about the indicator lights of our heart Mm -hmm. to alert us to what's going on under the hood the indicator lights are doesn't matter the order what am i thinking what am i feeling and where in my body am i feeling it okay and so in this this week we just talked about using what we a check-in our mind what we're thinking, our feelings and our emotions, and our physical, literal physical body are, yeah. That's right. What we're doing right there is remembering that as we define heart in the scripture, uh, heart is comprised of not only emotions, mm-hmm. but also thoughts out of which choices comes. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're, we're doing here, is we're looking deeper at what's in your heart. The way you know what's in your heart is by gently, curiously, asking those questions and asking those questions kind of as a regular discipline in your Mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. For example, Larry Crabb talks about, in his book, um, The Papa Prayer, he talks about entering prayer, in essence, by answering, where are you? Where's your red dot? Where Mm -hmm. where are you? You are here, red dot, Uh yes. That's right, okay? It's a great discipline to enter your communion time with the Father, Mm. your prayer time with the Father, by first identifying where you are, answering his question gently. Mm. Where are you? Okay. What am I feeling? Now, in our show notes, (laughs) we're going to put a feelings chart. So tell us about how you felt about a feelings chart the first (laughs) time you ever saw one, and I can tell you how I ever felt. In my group, when that one was passed around, well, that's that's that type of stuff to me is um, uh, creates the eye roll, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. oh please. Um, seriously, we have to look at a we have to look at a list of emotions to figure out what we're feeling, and I just thought that was so silly until I tried to do it, mm-hmm. and I realized I I did not I did not have words to articulate right. what was going on. And that was just helpful for me. And you're, again, that's in our show notes. Yeah. But when you're trying to determine what you feel, look first at the bold. The bold, like, for example, one of the bold words is sad. But underneath the bold word of sad, see, that's pretty generic. Underneath that mm-hmm. is much more specific words. Yeah. Like uh, despairing, mm-hmm. which is extremely, it's much more sharp mm-hmm. than sad. So it was, it was, it's helpful for you that generally we can sometimes answer in big words, but this is much more of a good diagnostic. Yeah. And so. I think, I think some personality types just naturally are people that have the words and they're like, oh, I, and they can just let it blow. And you're like, mm-hmm. how did they think of those four words just then? And then there are others of us that just freeze up. But then I do think a lot of us can't find the words because... It's a hard place, either because we're in denial or fear, shut down. So it's hard. It's hard to step in to own those words, you know. Oh yeah, it sure is. And I, but I'll I'll tell you the good news about this. Mm-hmm. I agree with you that I think that 
the language of the heart for some people is a gift. Mm. But I also believe that it is necessary. So though it's a gift, it is also, if you will, a discipline. It's something that we have to know. And the more you do this exercise, Mm -hmm. the more quickly you can do it. Because you're getting, if you will, emotional articulate. I talk about the importance of Mm -hmm. teaching your children Mm -hmm. um, good feeling words. Express. Yes, yes. So, So anyway, so that's... That's in the show notes. And so when some folks have trouble with that articulation coming up with the word, they might have the word, but the reason they might not want to allow it to stay in their mind or even come out of their mouth or being written on the paper in their journal or with their counselor, because immediately a lot of voices start going off in their head. That's right. That's right. Speak to that a little bit. Wow. I think, you know, I'll be honest. I think that the hardest set of people to do this heart awareness exercise of what are you feeling, what have you been thinking, where are you holding it in your body. Looking at those indicator lights is especially difficult, I think, for well-trained, theologically well-trained believers. Mm-hmm. Hear me, being theologically well-trained is absolutely essential. Mm-hmm. There are times when I can mistake my training, my knowledge, for what I'm living off of. Mm-hmm. And when we do this heart check, there's going to be times when I'm going to write down the word angry and I'm going to write down the thinking, God just gave me the short end of the stick. How could he do this to me? So everything in me, right, theologically, red light, red light, yeah, that's wrong, that's shut, wrong. Shut down, don't say that. Yep. Or don't, don't say fear, that means you don't oh, trust God. There you go, that's right, that's right. But uh, so here's, here's where we talk about the incredible importance of creating a space, if you will, in your head about uh, a space in your head where I can put this stuff out on the table Mm. without fear of evaluation. Because once I start evaluating like that with my theology, my orthodoxy, once I start that, it at this point, I want to emphasize, at this point, when I'm trying to get it out, Everything shuts down. Mm-hmm. You know, if you said, if I said, how's it going? And you told me something that you were a little nervous about saying, and you read my face, and my mm-hmm. face said, like, no, don't go there. Oh, yeah. you would pull back, shut down, and as soon as you shut down, curiosity stops. When curiosity stops, growth stops. We're not going to go any deeper. So this, you're, you're all going to see, as you practice this, you're going to see yourself hit up against a wall of, no, 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 no. You're going to hear that right. evaluation in your head. Yeah. But we've got to create that safe space. It's, it's a safe space that I'll, I, at one point when we were talking about this, you just encouraged me just to just hold it. So let it out, identify the indicator and the emotion, and then just stop right there. Right? Sometimes. 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 We're going to talk later about stopping right there. But, I mean, right now... All I just want to do is identify. Let's just get it on the table. Say it. Let's just get it on the table. Right. Well, you, I love this quote that you talked about in the lesson by Henry Nowen, and I'm going to read it, y'all, again, because it's a powerful quote. And um, then I'm going to let Julie expound a little bit on it. Um, he said, You have to trust there is another place where we can be safe, your heart, held together in truth, 
From this place, you can feel, think, and act truthfully. Mm-hmm. Mm. So good. Yeah, so hard to add to what Nowen says, right? <laughs> but, um, well, yeah, I think another word for truthfully is like, you're just being honest with yourself. Well, yeah, and listen, he's saying, that's Proverbs 4.23, what you do is going to come out of your heart, mm-hmm. so we have to know our hearts, but we can't know our hearts until they become, if you will, safe. This is so, this is, this is a strange way to explain this. It really is, but... When I'm talking about creating a safe space, space, you know, in your head, in your heart, so I can get this stuff out, uh-huh. talk about like what I seek most to do in the office. Mm-hmm. The number one thing, all the studies say, the number one thing about therapy is not my degree, my training, my this, my that. The number one thing is that therapeutic relationship. The number one thing is the creation of the safe space. Mm. Okay. Same thing in your own mind. Mm-hmm. So when somebody comes in to Interesting. see me, yeah. I'm doing, I'm teaching them. I talk to them. We almost always start our sessions out with, give me a check-in. Mm-hmm. What's been, what have you been thinking? What have you been feeling? Where are you holding it? We start with a check-in just for where we are at the moment. And they learn with me, okay, it's safe to do that here. Mm-hmm. Because they see on my face, it's okay, keep mm-hmm. coming, mm-hmm. keep coming, it's okay. Often, my client, my friends, mm-hmm. myself, we will evaluate. I know I shouldn't say this, but dot, dot, dot. Whenever somebody does that in my office, I just say, again, we're really gentle. Hold off, just a moment. No evaluation just yet. We'll mm-hmm. get there, we'll get there. Right, right. But let's not do that right now. Let's not name it right or wrong right now. Let's just get it out. Let's just get it out. Right, right. So backing up just a little bit, we've got the three indicator lights. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that haven't listened to anything else, what that means is when a car is having trouble up under the hood, you see it in the lights on the dashboard, which are the indicator lights. That there's something janky in the engine. And mm-hmm. so this is the analogy we're talking about when we say indicator lights. Talk about, let's go over it again. What are the three indicator lights? Go over those? Okay, yeah. Um, first one, what am I feeling? Yes. Emotion. And we're going to use the wheel. I mean, not the wheel, the chart. chart. Emotion. Yes, the chart that's in your show notes, okay? So choose an emotion. Okay. One to two. Okay. Okay? Where are you holding that in your body? Okay. Now, also, something that's helpful, you don't have to do this, but something that's helpful is Write that down on a piece of paper. I'm feeling lonely. Mm-hmm. A couple of inches further, I want you to write down, I'm feeling angry. Okay? Right, right. Now I want you to draw an arrow underneath the word lonely. Draw an arrow. And I want to ask you now, what thoughts are at the heart of lonely? Mm-hmm. Which, what a couple of things that I'm thinking that give rise to the feeling lonely. Mm-hmm. Now, why am I having people write it down? Why am I having people do an arrow? Because our minds work best by using a variety of senses. And drawing an arrow is trying to teach your brain. To connect. Yes. That what you're feeling is not coming from what just happened to you. What you're feeling is coming from what you're thinking. And so literally when I'm drawing that arrow, I'm trying to reemphasize the point that... 
feeling comes from thinking. Let's look more deeply at the thinking. Again, at this point, not to correct the thinking. I just want the thinking out. But we're going to try to make that connection hard that it is you feel because of what you think. Okay, so you need to give us an example. So if the word is lonely, if I've got my journal and I'm feeling isolated and alone and and feeling sad and loneliness, and I write loneliness is my word for the day, and then I draw the arrow, can you give us an example of something that someone might write there? Like it would say something like, um, what? Well, like all my children just left for college or my spouse is spending way too much time at work. Or are these the kind of thoughts you're talking about that you would draw? Sometimes they're a little bit more in the moment. Like sometimes, sometimes I'm surprised to be honest, because I, I move at a pretty fast clip. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, Oh, hmm, lonely. Wow, where's that coming from? And often, it's a little bit of a surprise to me. So it might not be quite as obvious all yeah. the time. And yeah. then I have to ask myself, well, huh, where did uh, where, where'd that come from? What, what have I been thinking that, oh, you know what? I was just on Instagram not three minutes ago. Mm. And wow, all those pictures of all those events mm-hmm. with their family, mine's far away. With their friends. Well, mine haven't called me lately. Or and how about with my friends and I'm not in the picture? <laughs> <laughs> Which goes back to don't post pictures like that, but that's a side. That's another podcast. Okay. But thing is, here's the funny thing. That lodged in me somewhere. And I didn't even know that did. Mm. I did not even know mm-hmm. that lodged in me until I asked myself later on on a check-in, what am I feeling? And I realized it was lonely, and I was like, what's that about? Ugh, oh, my yeah, goodness. Yeah. See, that lodged right there, and I wasn't even aware of it. Okay. Yeah, okay? Yeah. So I could I could write that down. I just, you know, Instagram, I just looked at Instagram. That's the event. And I thought, mm-hmm. yeah, that's nobody great. loves that's me. That's really great. Yeah, yeah. Everybody else is so connected. I'm so disconnected. Now, again, if you went through six weeks to same thinking, you know that what I just said has a lot of cognitive distortions in it. Mm-hmm. But at this point, please don't correct any of those. Just hold it. Let's just get it out on the table. Yeah, yeah. Let's just get it out on the table. Well, I think one more thing I really want that we haven't spoken much about, but it's important to me, like if, if, if I was ever to come to you for counseling, <laughs> what would you say to somebody that's like, what does she mean, feel it in your body? Like, I know that that there's some, I know there are a lot of trends out there and a lot of books, and this is sort of a buzz thing right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But for those that might not have, that that might sound weird to, speak to that. Oh, man. You know, for me personally, Mm -hmm. that is extremely difficult. I'm on the, unless I'm feeling, unless I'm really in an uproar, Mm -hmm. I can answer that pretty easily if I'm in an uproar. You know, if something's really bad. Mm-hmm. But on a general, uh, generally, I'm very unaware of anything that's going on in my body unless it's causing pain. Okay. Okay. So, but some people, the first indicator light that they got, have that goes off that says, hey, something's going on mm-hmm. is they notice something physical. They yes, notice their definitely. stomach tension. Yes, definitely. Okay. Personally, I'm not like that. Well, that's really good. I want them to know that because that is not necessarily that that's a good way for some people 
to connect with what's going on is how they feel in their body and identifying that. But for some some people, they don't have that, like physical no. feelings in their body. Yeah. No, we all have it. We're not aware of it. How do you become aware of it? You start asking yourself the very odd question, where am I feeling that right now in my body? So this might be a tiny headache coming on, breathing faster, a racing of your heart, a, a bad feeling in your stomach, a tense in your neck, your shoulders, your back, your, all your muscles are tense. Like, are those the kind of body yeah. indicators? Yeah, if I think of lonely, sometimes if I think of loneliness, I think of, hmm, heavy, mm. heavy. You know how sometimes your heart feels heavy? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's what I'm talking about. Or anxiety might be tired. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just wanted you to talk to that, talk about that for just a little bit. And you mentioned, and we'll close out with this because this is like my favorite thing about the whole lesson, and I think it might end up being my favorite thing about this whole series, is you mentioned that um, that this is such an amazing opportunity to learn this process so that um, you could do a heart check with God on your own by yourself. And solitude and silence, it's such, it looks like you're, you're sort of guiding us into this new way to more deeply connect with the heart of God. And who doesn't want that? To know how to do that in the quietness of the room, you know, when they're by themselves, to just hear from God and be touched by Him. And I think this is showing people how, how to, show, helping me, how to do some very practical things. This is what we always love at Restore Ministries. We want people to feel like they actually have, they're getting traction by making some life changes and making decisions. And so in these moments of, I'm sitting down to be with God and I I should, and I want to be with God. I want to connect with him. I don't really know how. Does he really speak? Can I hear him? Can I, you know, can I feel intimacy with God today? I feel like you're inviting us and wooing us into a new kind of space to do that with him when we're alone through these things. Because that's what he's asking us. Yeah. It's the same question that he asked out of me. When I'm sitting down, when I'm sitting down in the Word, I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> We've had these talks before. Well, because I, 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 and I think you are more viscerally in touch with thirst and hunger for God that I often operate on. I think you are more in touch with that. I, I love that about you. So I'm going to be honest. Um, when I come to the Word, I have to do this because I believe that God's asking me that question. Because sometimes I am not asking Him that question. I am not seeking Him mm-hmm. as I should. And so I'm coming to the Word because He says He's seeking me. And then mm-hmm. I respond to that. Yeah. And I'll be honest, for me, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's more like I'm having to answer God. Where are you? Uh, well, here. Mm. okay and that's what begins my connection with him that's the connection so again pulling back big picture what are we talking about here we're talking about these three indicator lights why because we're answering the question that God asks us in the music of our lives where are you how do you answer that question with these three questions doesn't matter the order doesn't matter at all what are you feeling Use the emotions chart. Where do you feel that in your body? Where are you holding that? How, or how's your body feeling today? And then finally, what thoughts 
are associated with that feeling so that you can make, again, make that connection that my feelings are actually coming from my thinking. And sometimes I am not even aware that I had any thinking as I just brought up about Instagram mm-hmm. while I'm feeling mm-hmm. lonely. Didn't even know that mm-hmm. until I said lonely and I couldn't even figure, oh, it came from that. Okay, so that's all we're doing. Drawing the arrow right there. That's right, that's right. Making okay. those connections. How to answer that question. How to increase my heart awareness because everything I do flows from it. Right, and just reminding you one more time that this all is a conversation that is related to a study by Julie called Inside Out, why your heart matters more than what you do. So we will carry on. Next conversation will be around chapter three, and we just are praying for you and thankful for you, and we are all in this together in the music of our lives. Mm -hmm. We'd love your questions. Anna, I have no idea, though. If people have questions for us, where would they they do that? Y'all just email. There's an email address called info at restore-ministries.org, and that'll get it into the right hands of the people to give it to Julie so she can tell me what we're going to talk about. That's right. And speaking of the right hands, the right hands are the incredibly capable hands of Mandy Miller, and Mandy is in charge of all product sales and product development. And at the end of this podcast, uh, Mandy's going to come on and she is going to tell you a little bit about if you want to order this, um, how you would do that. So you're going to be hearing from her in just a moment. But for now, we'll sign off. Thank you. Thank you all for pursuing the truth with us. Goodbye. Hey, Restore Ministry friends. This is Mandy Miller and I work with the Restore Ministries team on um, Bible studies and a various number of other things. And we are so excited about Julie's newest study from the inside out. Just wanted to let you know that there are three ways that you can participate this fall in From the Inside Out. The first way is you can um, purchase the video and workbook and walk through the study with me and a group of um, other people just like you in an online community. So that's one way. The second way is the traditional way, like if you wanted to be a facilitator, um, if you've done the study before or you wanted to lead a group through it, there's a, there's a facilitator option. And then there's also just an audio option if you just like to listen. So go to www.restore-ministries.org backslash inside dash out. I know that's a mouthful www.restore-ministries.org backslash inside dash out and you can get started there.